in all honesty, getting an LLC registered is easy, but most people get an LLC and have no idea how to fortify themselves with its legal protection. And that is probably one of the most important steps that you Thank you for tuning in to Bible and Business with Brother Juan. I am a certified Christian business coach and consultant, tax strategist for solopreneurs, and a strategic partner to help you build synergy in your business with bookkeeping. I empower Christians to achieve freedom with virtual service-based entrepreneurship. Today, we're going to talk about how to start an LLC. Yeah, everybody talks about it. Everyone talks about how simple and easy it is to start an LLC. And today we're going to give you six, primarily, six steps to getting your LLC. And I'll also include a little advice for you along the way. First of all, choosing a name for your LLC. In choosing a name for your LLC, I encourage you to choose something professional that is going to be timeless. Professional and timeless. Right? You don't necessarily want to pick a name that is a fad or something that's just going to be trending um, because those will fade away. So when you pick a professional name for your business, you can always also apply for a trade name or DBA. DBA stands for doing business as. And so all your corporate, your business paperwork is done in your professional name and then you can put whatever you want on that billboard for your doing business as, right? And so that keeps you in compliance and you have the opportunity to change a DBA later on, but your banking information, <laughs> your banking information, loans and stuff will be in your professional name. Two, you have to appoint a registered agent. Now you can be a registered agent of your own business. There's nothing wrong with that. But a registered agent has the responsibility of receiving documents on behalf of the business. And so the registered agent has to have a physical address where service can be delivered. And so you can be your own or you can hire someone to be a registered agent on your behalf. It is totally up to you. If you are running a home-based virtual service-based business, then paying for a registered agent will alleviate any responsibility for you using your home address on public documents like your articles of incorporation, which is step three. Step three is filing those articles of organization or certificate of organization. Your state may have a certain name for it and the requirements, the information the uh, obligations for those articles of incorporation or articles of organization are going to be state-specific, state-specific. And so uh, there's going to be a form which you'll need to fill out, complete the information on there, and also associated with that form is going to be all the requirements. And so strongly, I strongly encourage you to read over it, to analyze it, and to make sure you properly understand everything there. And that's step number three. Step number four, prepare an operating agreement. Prepare an operating agreement. Uh, 
operating agreement just simply dictates um, who can and who can't do what, when and where in your business. And so if you are a solopreneur, then you are the only member of that LLC. Primarily, this is what most people do. Um, if you have a partnership, then you have multiple members. In a professional, um, maybe seeking the advice of a lawyer would be essential if there's going to be more than one member, if you're not going to be a single member LLC. So that's step number four. Number five, you want to comply with other tax and regulatory requirements. Um, in order to get a bank account, you're going to need an employer identification number. Those are free, but you also want to download the SS4 form so that you know exactly what is going to be asked for and understand how it's going to apply to the rest of the application. Visit irs.gov and you can get your EIN for free. Also, there may be a requirement for certain business licenses associated with your state depending on what type of business you're opening. Uh, your city, your county may have certain license requirements. So I encourage you to research that ahead of time so you know what those fees and requirements are going to be. Also, you might want to check with your tax commission to see um, how that is going to affect the business, the industry that you're in. Uh, some states don't charge taxes on services. Other states do. Some states are a hybrid. Some services are charged, some are not. So you want to research and maybe just call your tax commission directly and speak to them about it. So again, you know ahead of time what are going to be the requirements. And most states require you to file some type of annual certificate, whether it's a renewal or report, when it is due, uh, that type of information you should gather before you file your articles of corporation. And that's step number six, file the annual certificate. In my own state of Oklahoma, when you file online, they send you an email uh, 60 days in advance for you to pay, which is great so you don't forget unless you don't check your email. And so uh, you as a business owner are required to know that in to renew or pay that annual fee or file that annual report in a timely manner. Some states have uh, steep penalties for not doing so. And so again, those are six steps for how to start or how to file an LLC. Choose a name, appoint a registered agent, file articles of organization, prepare an operating agreement, comply with other tax regulatory requirements, file an annual certificate. In all honesty, Getting an LLC registered is easy, but most people get an LLC and have no idea how to fortify themselves with its legal protection. And that is probably one of the most important steps that you will take in the whole process is educating yourself about the legal protections of an LLC and how to fortify yourself. This is Brother Juan. Y'all have a good day.